I'm attorney Kevin Johnson. I'm attorney Barry C. Boykin. And thank you very much for joining us for another episode of our podcast, Dynamite Divorce and Other Matters. Today, Barry has given me the privilege of choosing a topic. Thank you, Barry. And I, the one I dredged up from the pile here is one that seems to be recurring a lot. Over the years, I've encountered what I call the stepmother problem many times. Now, not to be too gender specific, but I'm going to lay this out in terms of a uh, stepmother, an ex-husband, an ex-wife. But know this, it's not actually gender specific. It just, for purposes of who's who, I'll go through it that way. And I don't know what your experience has been, Barry, but often I find the genders align this way in these cases, but it doesn't have to be. So there's nothing that means that it has. It could be stepdad, could be ex-wife, but to keep everything straight, I will call this the stepmother problem right now. This is a problem that arises when a couple divorces and they have children. So now they're living in separate households, sharing parenting time back and forth. And dad, the ex-husband, decides to remarry. He then remarries. Now his household consists of him, his new wife, and the children visiting and parenting from the other marriage. Lo and behold, he has children with his new wife. And now as the years go by, the children of the marriage start to get older until one of them is a teenager. I'll play out this scenario. Couple divorces with children, one of whom is a girl. They then, dad remarries, stepmom then, and he have children. So now his household consists of younger children and the children from his marriage. As time goes by and that child gets older, he's now got a teenager in his house that he's trying to parent with his ex-wife. And this is the big dilemma. How can dad avoid having his household blown up when the teenager becomes recalcitrant, rebellious, disrespectful, disobedient? That's the nature of the problem. And I have some ideas for preventing that scenario from playing out. It can just take down dad's new marriage. It can just erode it and destroy it. And I have some ideas about how to prevent that and help restore some calm and peace to the household and prevent mischief from the ex-wife. Before we go further, this podcast is no substitute for the specific legal advice you will get by consulting one-on-one with a licensed attorney in your state or country. We hope that before taking any action that might change your life or your financial situation, and before making decisions that might significantly affect your children and the people around you, you do find and meet with a licensed attorney. Now Now on with the show. show. Okay, uh, we're back. And um, so, Barry, I don't know if you've encountered this situation much. Um, You've probably seen it. But the couple divorces with kids and everything's fine. They're sharing the kids back and forth, two households. That's relatively smooth. Then dad remarries. And now there's a woman in the house who he has kids with, who's doing her best to manage the house, care for her new husband, uh, manage the kids. But she's got a blended family. She's got a couple, maybe a couple of kids that she's now had with him, plus some leftover kids from the marriage. And have you seen that dilemma unfolding? And have you seen that be a problem? Kevin, I have seen many permutations of that problem, and and you have been treading lightly in presenting <laughs> presenting the facts. And let me tell you what I mean. In other words, so you've looked at it from one side of the fence. Dad remarries. Uh, there's a stepmom. There's a children. There's a teenager in the mix. The other side of the fence. What happened to the divorced 
mom. So mom, mm-hmm. is she remarried or not? And the new the new woman in dad's life, was this the same woman that broke up the marriage? Oh yeah. Sometimes that's an added element. Yes. And and does this and does the new does the new stepmom does does she have children of her own from a prior marriage? And so I, I have the incredibly complex situation sometimes where uh, in, in fact one of my very recent uh, uh, consultations where um, uh, dad has remarried, mom has remarried. Uh, this is their second. They're both on their second marriage. They have kids from their first marriage. Now they have kids from their second marriage, and so it's the Brady Bunch times two. Just to right, make reference right. to that that old TV show. Then what do you do? What do you do? And then how do the kids on each side of the fence regard each other? So the blended family and uh, the older kids, the younger kids, and now now they're meeting kids on the other side of the fence, older kids, younger kids. What do you well, do? Now you're, now, wait, wait, you're going to make my head spin. Okay. So what I was doing, what I was thinking was to, to, uh, to uh, limit this. Yes, there's many scenarios that play out in blended yes. families. But what I was thinking today was this particular model is that dad has remarried and stepmom is trying to manage the household. I call her stepmom. That's a terrible name. But she's the new wife with children of a different marriage, now aged to be teenagers, one or more teenagers. And... <laughs> Mom, let's for the back, lack of a better term, stepmom tries to start managing the household with teenagers. Says things like, "Oh, pick your socks up off the floor. Hey, your dirty clothes go in the hamper. Uh, what? Don't leave your don't leave your plate on the on the couch." And the kids communicate back to their well, their birth mom their actual mom. Well, she's being mean to me. Well, you don't have to listen to her. She's not your. You let her know she's not your mom. And so. The kids get kind of a script where they're pumped up from the other, the real mom, the birth mom, to say, well, I don't have to listen to you. You're not my mom. Well, meanwhile, stepmom has two kids of her own or three kids of her own because uh, she and father have been having children. So she treats them like her own kids. And what the the kids from the marriage, her stepkid perceive as in unfair treatment sometimes. Also, she can command those kids of her own. But her hold on the household starts to get kind of tenuous because she can't seem to control this teenager. And then the conflict starts. And that's you've seen that, right? I mean, am I describing something? It's building to a, a, an explosion, right? I have seen that. Yes. So what, what happens? Dad, trying to keep peace in his house, might think that, well, he's the peacemaker. He'll talk with his wife the stepmom. He'll talk with his daughter of the previous marriage. He'll talk with the teenagers. He'll try to say, well, maybe I can broker some peace here. What is it she's saying? Well, she yelled at me for clean, not cleaning up my room and she's unfair and she won't let me. And then he goes to his wife, the stepmom and says, what is this I hear, Betty? Well, she was this, she was disrespectful. And so, well, why don't we, why don't we try to work together? In fact, let's meet together and have a, you know, so then he tries to sit down and be peacemaker, which is disastrous. So, and what happens then is the stepmom starts to feel that, well, he's favoring this rebellious teenager over me. Look, I'm supposed to be running his household and the teenager's running things. And so meanwhile, the absent parent, the birth mother is, is all about, well, if you come here, you can see Joey, you know, the boyfriend that dad doesn't approve of. You can, you won't have to do your homework so strictly. I'll let you, oh, you can stay out later than 10 o'clock. That's fine. You're a growing girl. And 
mom offers everything a teenager could want, a better cell phone plan, uh, more late hours, maybe access to a boyfriend, uh, looser restrictions and looser parenting. So that it's like catnip to a teenager. Meanwhile, in reaction to her rebelliousness, the stepmom steps it up, more strict, more criticism, more going to the father and saying, well, look what she's doing. So it, it builds to a nuclear level in the household. And the, how do you ever resolve it? It seems unresolvable, except I have, a, I have a plan for this. I don't know if you, I kind of previewed with you before the pod, but does any solution occur to you? Because I, I think I have one, but it may not be the best. Yeah, it's hard. Say, can, can it's very difficult. I'd have to say that in large part, uh, and you know kind of my modus operandi in many cases, uh, if it ain't broke, uh, don't don't uh-huh. try to fix it. And so, okay. and so if, if they're limping along, and uh, there's some mouth from the teenager, but uh, occasionally a client might share it with me. And uh, but it, it really doesn't have much bearing on what I do as a lawyer for the family. In, in many cases, it's, it's a drama in the background. And uh, uh, of course, I'm a great fan uh, of uh, uh, play nice language that sometimes it works. Uh, oh, a quarter where it says neither party shall disparage the other parent in the presence of the child, neither party shall surveil or otherwise record the other party, something like that. Yes, yes. So there are orders entered which then require that parties remain on their best behavior, and uh, and, and that should also extend perhaps to uh, the uh, step-parents uh, on, on either side of the fence that uh, there is a court order in place. And so if they want to have peace in court – in the court system, as well as at home, then then right. they should play nice with each other. So that would be, uh, in, in in many cases, uh, it was a matter of routine in one courtroom in particular to enter this, uh, we would call it mutual restraining order. Yes, I can think of one retired judge that used to use that yes. order. But, you know, we've, we've had long discussions about this. And, you know, I don't look fondly on that kind of order because I don't think it's enforceable in a practical sense. How are you going to prove the parent's behavior without trying to quote from the child, you know, well, dad said something bad about you. I mean, I don't know how you could ever get into the other household to micromanage the behavior. That's that's the problem. What evidence would you bring to court? So I think those those orders, while they mean well, I don't know that they're really enforceable. But uh, can I go to my solution here? Yes, okay. let's do that. So there, there ought to be, I think, in every hopeless, situ- seemingly hopeless situation that we offer up in these podcasts, I think it'd be nice to have some hope, some solution. Here's a possible one. Okay, dad has to take the lead in whatever it is, discipline, correction, teaching, character building with his teenager. It cannot be the job of the stepmom, and she's got to step back. All, all training, teaching, character building, in fact, all correction at all must cease. Now, you may think, well, but the teenager will walk all over her. Well, to a certain extent, she's got to tolerate that. But the other thing is that then takes away the biggest source of conflict in the household. Now, yes, there might be socks left on the floor. There might be dishes left in the living room. There might be pizza crust left, you know, under the bed covers, whatever. But by relaxing that, now, of course, there are problems where her own children would say, well, you're nicer to Betty than I, you know. Yes, they might notice some unfair treatment, but it would be unfair in the in the favor of the teenager. Okay, now, dad, though, is solid. He's he's talking to the teenager and stuff about clean your room or whatever. And never does he send 
the stepmom over to well, you tell her to clean up her room. Why don't you? Now, the thing is, too, dad and stepmom probably have to have a little relaxed attitude toward cleanliness in the house because you're talking about a teenager. Things are going to be left around, not as clean as they should be. But what I'm trying to do is gain everybody some peace and some freedom from the manipulations of the birth mom, for example, out there sending in stuff to say, you don't have to listen to her. No. So the solution is dad takes the lead in parenting that child. The stepmom steps back and in a sense becomes more of an observer and yes, has to tolerate some lippiness or misbehavior or general messiness around the house. But what you get then is a more peace in the house. So, well, how does it come to be then? What does a stepmom do when she needs to have something done? Well, if ever there's a dispute, if ever stepmom does suggest, however mildly, could you take out the garbage? No, I don't have to do that. So then dad backs up the stepmom 100%. So if the stepmom comes to him and says, uh, you know, I told Betty to take out the trash. I asked her nicely and she absolutely refused. If it's something dad thinks is important, you know, whatever he should do in front of the child, he should say, don't talk with her that way. You know, and with the child, he makes clear, look, your privileges, your benefits as a child are not going to be the same if you don't listen to your stepmom. Now, stepmom eases back and gives almost no commands, no direction. But when she does, she her word is, that's it. Well, she said I couldn't go to the movie. Well, that's it then. So her word stands. And that then gives the stepmom the feeling that she is in control of the household. As though she's letting back, she's easing back on her direction and control. But still, when she puts her foot down, dad backs her up. Because to do less would be humiliating for her. You don't want to get in that situation. And again, stepmom steps back. She lets dad do the parenting of that child during this critical teenage years. And um, hopefully restore a lot of peace to the family. Um, does that sound at all workable? Now, here's, uh, I think it's workable. Uh, <laughs> let me say that. I, I'd like to say, though, that are we talking about language created into a court order? Oh, no. I'm talking about the way I deal with clients is they end up calling me on the phone and they pour out the story. And then I try to deal with it. It's way outside the realm of going to court. I don't see this as being in a court order or anything. This is just a you might say psychological warfare countermeasures, because a lot of times this is coming from the the ex-wife, the birth mom, who sees an opening to destroy dad's household. Maybe dad seems entirely too happy with his new wife. She, you know, something like that, where she she really sends the teenager in as a child soldier. And what do you do? Well, this method thwarts that completely by saying, she, we're not going to have much rebellion because for the stepmom, not going to get rebellion because stepmom's not going to really ask her to do anything. And then dad is also going to back up the stepmom 100% in front of the child. He may question her privately, but in front of the child, it's a united front, like your mom, you know. And dad has to be quick on, you know, withdrawal privileges or whatever if the stepmom is not listened to. But again, the stepmom minimizes the things that she has to do. She picks only the most important ones, you know, like make sure you turn off the stove when you leave the kitchen or something like that. But as far as messiness and general tidiness and, and habits around the house, just back way off and she can just whisper in dad's ear and dad can notice it and then say, you know, can you pick up your socks? But it's the parent, it's dad saying it to her directly, not the stepmom. And uh, that's otherwise what I'm looking at here is the gradual breakdown of dad's marriage. And it can really just be corrosive. It just almost dissolve, it almost wrecked their marriage over this rebellious teenager stuff. And the stepmom will be just pulling out her hair what to do, how to keep my household from flying apart. 
So does that make sense? Uh, it does make sense. And I'd have to say that you may have a more extensive contact with your, your client. And because the step parent, as we would recognize, is not my client. So the, my client is the dad, let's say. And so the, the step parent, right, right. Uh, the suffering of the step parent may not even come on the radar for me unless dad tells me, and what should I do? And uh, But I do agree that, that uh, we want children to have boundaries. That's comforting to a child. And a teenage mm-hmm. child that is kind of testing the limits. And that's true for any right. adult in their life, their teacher, their mother, their father, their step parent. So they're just pushing sure. against the boundaries. It's kind of comforting for a child to know, okay, here's a wall where I can't get I can't get yes. past it. And so I, I, I agree with that the concept there. I think that uh, I think another thing that, that may not have been explicitly spoken was you want to pick your battles. So you don't want to fight about right. everything. Uh, you know, why don't you pick up your shoes? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Okay, is that the most crucial thing that needs to be addressed at this moment? Choose your battles. Don't fight about the, the, the small stuff if you don't have to. I agree with the idea of picking your battles. And I think that with a teenager, it's very difficult to, to not have everything, you know, think, well, that'll be a teachable moment. I'll train them not to put their shoes, you know, there. Or I'll train them. The training has got to stop at some point. You've formed their character. This is what I tell people. You form their character. Now it's time to just hope for some interaction. If they come to you with something, they want to show you, just, hey, great, whatever. Take the time. Drop what you're doing because your teenager is coming to talk with you. Because if you walk around all day just noticing stuff they do wrong with a teenager, it's all the time. They left their boots you know, on the carpet. They They didn't pick up their dishes. Their socks are on the floor. You could spend all day, every day, picking at them like that. Pick, 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 until they're in their room with the door closed. They're tired of you. So bring them out of their room. Get them into interacting with you by relaxing and not just picking at them. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And I'd say also that another aspect of this, uh, again, as lawyers, we have no control over. Dad and stepmom are modeling a mutual respect and love and they trust each other they're providing that example to the child who's watching them closely and and then the it has to be conveyed also to the child uh that uh we love you and uh, we're worthy you know to be trusted and we're going to nurture you in the ways that according to your age you should be nurtured you're going to go with your friends a lot but (laughs) when you come (laughs) home there's there's warm there's warm cookies and cold milk on the on the counter right. for you when you come home. So you want to you want you want to have Love that kind of a situation and not like pick 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 and a stressed parent who cannot hold their tongue when they see something wrong in the household. Right, mom stepmom has to also show great restraint. I'm saying they she has to just ignore general messiness and tidiness issues in favor of peace in the household. And a, and a building of, as you said, love and trust, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so the kid may come in with an attitude and say, hey, I'm too old for cookies. But then later, <laughs> you know, those cookies are pretty good. You know, she's a good cook. <laughs> right, right, right. So I don't, think there's, I don't think there's too many teenagers who outright reject love and trust and, and calm. Oh, calm, too. You know, people can get pretty wound up yeah. and... Uh, you know, they reacting to things and in the news and all this stuff. It's a pretty tense time. But when they see their parents as being solid, trustworthy, you know, 
Heck, they might even come up for a hug once in a while. It's just you, you have to be very solid and not so stressed out that all you can think about is what they did wrong 10 minutes ago. So in a way, I'm talking about how to have a peaceful, happy household with a blended family. And I've okay, I know I've only targeted the one thing, the stepmother situation, but it's not really gender specific. It just it that's how it's played out in several things I've seen. But if neglected, if that situation, if dad doesn't pay attention to the dynamics in the household, if he lets the teenager go to war with stepmom and stepmom isn't switched on to the problem, it will destroy his marriage. He will find himself with two ex-wives because he let that marriage be destroyed by the first marriage's children. And I can't say it's always without intent. The birth mom, the ex-wife, could well have that in her sights. I'm going to end, I'm going to, I'm going to tear them apart. <laughs> like you said, maybe he married the mistress, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I had a recent <laughs> consultation where the dad had a secret uh, second family. Mm, and yep. so the, his, his first and his second didn't know about each other until, uh, uh, until the oldest child in the second relationship was 17. Wow. That's like a TV show. If you spend half your time with one family, half your time with the other family, maybe you're a traveling salesperson or something, you're gone a lot, you've, or at least you say that. I guess you. that's like right out of a TV show. Exactly so. Exactly so. Yeah. Well, like many of our situations, these don't, it, it's almost like truth is stranger than fiction. But uh, hopefully today's thing is useful for people who may find themselves in that situation. It's a conundrum that hopefully has some simple ideas, some, some simple solutions. Um, we've touched lightly on this, but as you can see, our time is up. We need to wrap this up. With that, I'm attorney Kevin Johnson. I'm attorney Barry C. Boykin. And we'll see you again on our next episode. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.